Hi everybody, welcome to Showtime, a podcast by Four Seasons Hotel Kuala Lumpur. And today we'll be talking with uh, two gentlemen um, who hit the Bar Trigana and they will be sharing with us a story about why this name and what was the whole idea behind the bar. And today we have Ashish and Julian and um, Ashish, t- uh, tell me about more of yourself. Hi guys, this is Ashish. Uh, I'm the head bartender uh, for Bar Trigona and uh, I'm here since the before the Bar Trigona actually born. Mm-hmm. So you saw everything like before it even was a bar? I even saw it when there was nothing, not even tiles and nothing. So I saw this place when um, yeah. you used to wear this uh, helmet, the safety helmet mm-hmm. and uh, the west coat and walk around in the building and see, oh, they put a bar, a uh, bar station. Oh, <laughs> so fun to see it. So now, if if the if you viewers have seen the bar before, it's actually from no tiles to a beautiful bar and how it has won a lot of award designs as well, right? It's, it's won not just award designs, it's also been a... F- well, a place for people to do a lot of photo shoots. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's an Instagrammable bar. Oh, that's how they I would mean, call uh, it. Well, I didn't. I, I never wanted to achieve that title of getting <laughs> Insta, most Instagrammable bar, bar. In, the, in the city. But well, we got it. So it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a good thing because we have a beautiful infrastructure and the design as well for the bar. So. Oh, yeah. So I mean, today we're just uh, like I'm curious why why Trigona? Like it, it's a B, right? So. Yeah. Um, so I think I, I'm, I'm the right guy to answer. <laughs> I was That's here true. before everything started. So when we were talking about the concept mm. of Bar Trigona, we were looking for something which can reflect Malaysia. Mm. But we were looking for something which is unique, has more story to tell, which has a greater impact. Mm-hmm. So we didn't want to work uh, like with the uh, small things uh, like Gula Malaka or Pandan and all these things. So we found this beautiful... Um, product called Trigona honey. Mm-hmm. Trigona honey come from a uh, Trigona bees. The bees are um, indigenous to mm. Southeast Asian countries or mm-hmm. South American countries. Mm-hmm. They are very different than your local bees. Mm-hmm. And these bees are, because of lack of knowledge, mm-hmm. they kind of always get ignored. And mm-hmm. also being uh, ignored means mm-hmm. you have you are in a so risk. It becomes rare. That's right. Yeah. Rare mm-hmm. and on a risk yeah. as well. So. Yeah. When we find out, then we try the honey. Uh, Julian, correct me wrong. I think it was a shocking experience when you have that honey, the first spoon in your mouth. Like, mm. it's why, really why, honey. why? Why is it so different? Is it why is it so citrusy? Did someone add lemon into it? And that's what went through everybody's head, right? Yeah. Oh, that because people usually think honey is sweet. Yes. yes. Okay. So it, this was a very citrusy first taste. Yeah. Okay. So it was. I think uh, then we. Uh, it was me and Derek uh, in the first place, and uh, we went for a uh, ten days tour around mm-hmm. Malaysia, went to mm-hmm. different different farms and started looking for more product like Trigona. Mm. And uh, the more we knew, the more we actually love it that mm. the Trigona bees, which mm. we found as a concept for bar, is such a strong way to put a message together that bees are such an important part of our human life mm-hmm. and we all have to actually pay attention and save them. So. That's how Trigona born. And Trigona then continued developing all these ideas of supporting the local farmers, mm-hmm. getting more local products in a, in a greater platform and mm-hmm. uh, educating people. Mm-hmm. The education is the biggest part of it, right? That's true. You know, teaching people about what is grown locally and what you can find locally is the best thing. Because people want to know what is around Malaysia. People know mm-hmm. what's around the world, but people don't know what you can get here. Like for instance, Manuka honey. Everyone knows Manuka honey. That's true. But mm. do you know about Trigona? I didn't know about Trigona until I joined Trigona. So, you know, it was a learning experience for me as well. And 
learning this, teaching it to someone else, someone new, that was the greatest experience for me. And I'm sure it was it must have been a life changing experience as well for the entire team and to develop everything from the menu to the concept to the whole idea. How do you make cocktails from a, a single origin of a plant to connect back to honey or bees? Like, what was the whole idea of that? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's what talk was the about, process? <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Let's talk about the first menu. Uh, first menu was a uh, root to shoot approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was about the plant, which we can use for every single section of the plant. We can use fruits, we can use seeds, we can use a uh, stamp or leaf, even the root as well. Uh, giving that thing means uh, plants mm-hmm. and all your uh, biggest plantations are basically uh, heavily dependent on bees. Mm. So that connects uh, directly from the mm. our project of trigona bees mm. to the menu. And we developed that uh, concept with using different, different sections of the plants and creating drinks out of it. A great experience because for me, as I'm not even Malaysian, I was, I was learning all these things. Mm. I was getting used to these flavors, mm. getting used to this uh, kind of uh, all the herbs and spices you can find here. Mm-hmm. And then we developed the second menu, which is the seasonal fruit menu, uh, which was very successful. I think Julian can put more light about the, how the menu goes on the floor. So the seasonal fruit menu, you know, was something that we looked very deep into, you know. First, we were thinking, let's use apples. Yeah. But that didn't work because Why? there's no apples Ap- in Malaysia. <laughs> it's not grown in Malaysia, right? So basically, you know, then we started doing deep dives into what, what is grown in Malaysia? Durians are grown in Malaysia, Correct. but can du- durians be used in a drink? I don't I know. Mean, it could, but... Very controversial takes, drink. Yeah, it, yeah. I think the idea was when I was putting the plan together, right? I was um, talking to the team. I mm. said, okay, I put around 11 to 12 fruits, which you can find in Malaysia, very mm-hmm. common. And out of that, you, you came across with the apple. Mm. Okay, apple was uh, my thing. I put in, okay, apple can do lots of things. You know, you are so excited about the apple. Yeah. And when I did a research, apple you can only grow, which grows in Malaysia, it's in Sarawak. Only in Sarawak. It's a very small farm, they produce it, but it doesn't get imported to West Malaysia, it actually got imported to somewhere else. So only people in Sarawak would be able to enjoy That's right. that apple. Okay. So, I mean, it goes out of the picture. Mm-hmm. If you can find locally, mm-hmm. it should not be in a menu. Yeah. And that's what Julian said about durian. I mean, anyway, I am not a big fan of durian. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think I think some people, it's either it's a love-hate relationship, either yes. you love it or you yeah, hate yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. And there's, there's no in-between, in you know. Either, yeah. either you love it, either you hate it. That's true. There's no in-between. So we said, okay, durian anyway cannot be a part of it. Then you have lots of things like uh, you have mangosteen and all, which mm-hmm. is hard to work on, but they're very seasonal. So Why? You... Because mangosteens are They're like, not popular. only around though, just seasonal. They come only when the durian season is there. Yes, that's true. That's why they come hand in hand. Yeah. Okay. So it needed to be something that was available all year round. Something which is very common. Okay. That's what the whole idea. The idea was the menu for to educate people about the food waste. And I mean, if I ask you a question, what do you normally waste as a food? Vegetables. I would say rice, which is a very mm, common thing. True. Mm. Perhaps and the skins from the peels from, from fruits. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this other thing. Mm-hmm. But the rice, because... Is such a common thing. It's granted to you because mm-hmm. you can buy rice anywhere. Mm-hmm. So you, it for you, importance of rice is almost nothing mm-hmm. because it's very common, mm. and that's how the idea created. Work on a very common fruit, which we as a human always take granted because given to us, and that's how the mango, the watermelon, watermelon the jackfruit, jackfruit. Mm-hmm. and the mandarin mm-hmm. orange came in picture because 
in our culture in Malaysia, mm. these things are very so. Common. These are the underdogs of of the of, of the fruit chain. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I mean, everyone love everyone love mango. That's true. But do you actually pay attention how much mango yeah. goes uh, spoil mm. in the supermarket? That is true. No, because if it's spoiled, you will see a sec next section is full of the new mango. Mm-hmm. So why would you take care of it? Right? Mm-hmm. And that's how the idea of came that let's work on a, such a common fruits and uh, try to develop the whole menu where you can teach people that oh it's not only way that you can just eat mango you can do so many things with the mango even the skin the seed and even the flesh everything can be used in the mango you know you don't have to throw everything away what would you use the seed for usually people would just throw that away like, even uh, i don't eat it okay i think it would be very surprising uh-huh. uh, you can make a mango seed butter what yeah, that's right <laughs> So you, you, you know, b- butter you, from from the seed. That's right. So, um, if it's a ripened man- ripe mm-hmm. mango, you will see that, that the seed is wooden. It's very hard, and when you crack it inside, mm-hmm. there's a soft seed. It's like a nut. Okay. Okay. You can use that one, and uh, if you want it, you can actually go Google and search it. Mango seed butter. You will find the mango seed butter. How to do it? So do you just put so, it on toast and you just eat it? That's right. You can, it's oh actually give you a nice oil with have a lot of essence of mango yeah. and you can use it. That so, is so interesting. Uh, yes, and uh, trust me, I didn't know that. I think no one knew in the team that <laughs> what to do it. And we, we start the learning way when we, mm-hmm. when I put the menu on a table, um, the team was excited but they were confused. How? Mm-hmm. How are we going to do it? Because it's such a common fruit. That's right. How do you make it elevated and make sure that guests feel, oh, if I were to buy this drink for 60 ringgit, I'll be like, happy to pay for it. I'll be happy to pay for it. Yeah. And how and how do He's I make change that? It. Yes. Yeah, so we we developed this whole menu and then we came with the the whole idea for the the, the, the I think the biggest challenge was was the jackfruit. What to do with the jackfruit? Because it it smells very strong. Is yes. that why? Yeah, uh, it smells strong it's also it's a huge fruit. What do you do with it, mm-hmm. right? You have to consume the fruit before it starts fermenting mm. or start starts spoiling. So um the idea was to so we did a good job in it. I mean, um, um, be very honest, we couldn't figure out what to do with the skin until now. We're, we're trying to figure it out. They say you can actually um, uh, cook the skin, uh, like orangasi samapu. Yes, I have, I have, I have no seen those. They've, they cook it um, and then they would use it for mats, like for the house. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, they okay. would boil them and okay. then they would, um, it becomes very uh, elastic and hard. And then the fiber and yes. everything. So yeah. then they would do something I do not know exactly the term of okay. this action yeah. but then it becomes a mat that's, oh, that's interesting that's mm-hmm. interesting so we couldn't figure it out we yeah. were like okay what to do with it the skin, mm-hmm. right? um, I mean for watermelon skin we juice it up mm-hmm. <laughs> the mango skin we distill it mm-hmm. we uh, even the orange. Your orange skin we we boil it and make a soda mm-hmm. out of it mm-hmm. so we also make candies out of the orange that's skin yes. that's true most people throw it away like mm. why do you do that you know you Reboil it, you get rid of the bitterness, mm. you add sugar and you have a homemade candy with no chemicals in it. Yeah, and recently you were doing an experiment with the calamansi limes. Yes. You were making chips, calamansi chips or That's something. Right. I mean, it's, it's a, I mean, calamansi is a beautiful fruit. Mm-hmm. It's a sour it sweet. I love calamansi. So, uh, we just, I mean, Veena was, uh, Ruby. Ruby, Ruby came, came with the idea of just cut the calamansis, juice it up. Mm-hmm. And then put some sugar and mm-hmm. dehydrate it. Mm-hmm. It's become so crunchy. You tried it, right? Yes, yeah. I did. It becomes like, like a candy. Yeah. yeah. A bitter, bittersweet candy. A bittersweet candy. Something yeah. that you would want to eat if you're having a sore throat. Yes. Because it's it's like it's very refreshing at the same time. Yeah. Mm. So the thing, the that menu actually helped us a lot 
to develop the team to the next level mm-hmm. to team start understanding how the whole sustainability work how the menu concept comes together how can they have to continue learn and develop something new techniques to uh, continue uh, make sure that the food waste in behind the bar is always low so we were so happy i was so happy i mean i told you like there is uh, so much learning for us and until, until now we're still discovering mm-hmm. that we what to do with the watermelon seeds we start making seed papers mm-hmm. so seed papers basically you just take your all the recycled paper from the bar most these uh, kitchen dock kitchen docket or uh, bar docket orders and then you blend it with water put the watermelon seeds dehydrate it and give it to anybody when you plant it uh, you put in the the uh, and the, 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 the dirt mm-hmm. and it start growing that's true it's become a very trendy thing now that people use those for uh wedding invites yes. so that people don't throw them away yes. so because most of the time people throw wedding invites right that's so true. they do recycle paper with seeds peppers mm-hmm. or chilies mm-hmm. or anything mm-hmm. yeah and also that the the biggest concern for the vendor when we launched the menu is about the food waste right mm-hmm. the, i mean uh one uh, one third of the food which goes in the dustbin which will produce globally and then we have 8 million or how many million people are dying every day without the food mm-hmm. so we have it, it doesn't the when they say that uh, we don't have enough food in, in on earth that which is wrong actually we have more than enough because imagine 100 years, 100 years back we didn't have technology to produce mm-hmm. or grow hybrids mm-hmm. now we can mm-hmm. in a small land you can produce more what you used to produce produce 100 years ago so it means we are producing more food of course the land is getting smaller but the production is also very high mm-hmm. but at the end the people who can afford it mm-hmm. they waste most like us mm-hmm. That's right. true. That's and very true. People who really really uh means need it, they don't they, get they, they, they don't get what they want to get. You know, we who are very well to do or you know, we take things for, we take we things take simple, for granted. simple things for granted. We take that's things. Right. That's simple things for granted, thing, you know. Like what you mentioned, that. if I have a bottle of mineral water and I have a third of it left, I would just throw it away yeah. or I would just leave it. Oh, I, I tell you just one simple example. Uh you have tourists comes yearly so many tourists come mm-hmm. you see this twin tower how many times you have stand in front of it and actually look into it very properly uh, to be honest i have not and we <laughs> and so this bar this hotel is located right next to the twin towers and, and as malaysians i uh, i i do understand that we don't um um revel in our own architecture as as much as tourists do yes, when they travel true. thousands of miles away that's the thing because granted mm-hmm. it's given to us it is given so we to don't us. pay attention we don't actually you know um look into it and like what people can't have that access to every single day and same thing goes for fruits and all thing that's true that is that is so true so then is that also the reason why you change your menu is it your menu seasonally like you introduce a new menu every 6 months is that correct well uh, i think trigona for me is like an institution we started working on the concept of uh, mm. helping the farmers yeah helping the local product to get the uh, recognition nations and all but the biggest part of it is education because part of it to tell yeah. the consumer mm-hmm. that malaysia has so much to offer and as as a human we have so much to do as our part as well to to support or um help the ecosystem so the first menu was route to shoot second menu was a life cycle of fruit the third menu which we launching next week mm-hmm. it's it would be the life cycle of common herbs mm-hmm. the herbs which is commonly used in malaysian cuisine you probably eat every single day 
but you don't pay attention because it's granted. Because it's granted. Because That's I right. eat this every day. Yeah. So it's normal to me. Yeah, I mean, you look at the pandan, like, oh, it's grown. Oh, it's pandan is like grown behind the house. Yeah, so it's kind of a thing which is uh, given to us. And for us, changing the menu every six, six, uh, six months, trying to find different, different techniques and always, always help uh, and educate ourselves and the consumer. How can you help in a food waste reduction globally? So that's why we are changing mm. many every six months. We have, we actually want to change many every four months, but okay. the, yeah. the lockdowns and COVID never allow yeah. us. <laughs> no, but I think that's good because a lot of people always want to try something new from time to time. So when we do um, give people the, the a new experience every time they visit a bar, it feels like a whole new memory that's going to be created as well. Yes. So I think that's that is a very nice touch um, as to what we're we're doing over here. I, I, we're very excited to see the new launch of the new menu and I'm sure that there's going to be more things that we can learn and discover about the bar in the next episode. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So, thank you so much for joining me today and um, no problem. stay tuned for the next series. See you guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. See you next time.